Reconnect with CUNY. Whether you are a first-time college student, a parent, a veteran, or an adult with some college credits, there's a place for you to continue your dreams or start fresh. No matter where you are along your journey, the CUNY Reconnect program can provide financial assistance and one-on-one personalized support to get you going. It's not too late to start again. Go to cuny.edu slash reconnect today. Yeah. Yeah. Zing. Yahweh. You talking that talk. You know what I mean? It's Hebrew Lauren Rosenberg. Good morning, man. We here on another day, another Tuesday. It's going to be... What's going to be like today, Laura? What they talking about? It's actually going to be really nice. Mm. It's a high of 57 degrees. Whoa. A little rain in the evening, but 57. We get sunshine today? I mean, it's rain in the evening. That's the notes that I have. But let me check our little trusty weather app to see what they're talking about. I mean, it's, uh, it's, I mean, it's like at 9 a.m. I see some sunshine, sunshine and clouds throughout the day, but a uh, high of 57. So. Okay, so it's a mild, so nice, nice mild yeah. day, but not a lot of sun. True. Yeah, and rain in the evening. Oh, okay. All right. Should we get our hopes up that this is the new normal or nah, not yet? Okay, let me tell you something. Just to make you feel good. On Sunday, it is going to mm. be 64 degrees. Oh, give y'all all the thanks and praise. Oh, who's that? Like, who is that? That was me. Yeah, I'm trying to pull it together, Teresa, bro. Teresa? <laughs> Yo, speaking of Ja thanks and praises, did you see the movie? Yes. Nice. What was your thoughts? I thought it was a good movie. You know what I'm saying? It was a good family movie. Took the family there. You know what I'm saying? It scratched the surface on stories. I, you know, I've been, you know, seeing Bob documentaries, reading books, and all that my whole life. Right. So, right. You know, I, I, I like the things they added in with his relationship with, you know, with Rita. Mm-hmm. You know, I love how they, you know, uh, wove in, you know, uh, his his faith. Uh, and Rastafarian faith in there, right? Um, I love how you know, you know, there's good Spoke symbolism the in there. Yeah. Some of the politics, you know. Um, I think the only the only question I had mm-hmm. when I walked out of there was: remember when Coxon pulled the gun on him? Yes. And they took him in the studio. Yes. Is that Lee Scratch Perry? Is that supposed to be Lee Scratch Perry in the studio? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. That's the only question I had. I think that was it. That wasn't even. (laughs) Is that Lee Scratch Perry? That's supposed to be. You know, I'm a big Lee Scratch Perry fan just because of what he contributed to creation of sound. Yeah. Ear to sound, ear to sound. And I think people have to remember it's based on a true story. It's not the documentary. So if you truly followed Bob Marley's life, you're not going to get everything in this movie. Yeah, yeah it's a it's a it's a movie for the family to go out and you know connect with the you know what I'm saying like for me it was more for my nine year old than it was for me. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I wanted her to see that. Yeah, you know for my for my lady to see that and us to have a night out together and and have some culture. And it was good music. All yeah, that. but then that opens the door for me to talk about you know Marcus Garvey with her. Exactly. And talk about, you know, you know, Haile Selassie with her. Right. And right. talk about the connection of the Solomonic dynasty. Scene. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know I mean, because you saw the connection at the end where, and it's not like a spoiler or anything, 
but it was uh, Selassie on the horse. Did yeah. you realize that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where throughout it showed his father, but it wouldn't show his face. That's right. And Selassie being in the same outfit on the horse took the place of his father in his That's life. Right. There you go. Yeah, so it was cool. You know, so yeah, you know, I enjoyed it, man. I enjoyed it. I, I haven't really seen, I hear there's neg some negative blowback. The only like real negative thing I've seen online is idiots talking about yo the act. I couldn't understand what they were saying in the movie. The accent was too thick. I'm what? Like, yo, shut your dumb ass up. The accents was not thick. Ex well, yeah, for us. Right, right, right. The more I, you know, I, me in the Caribbean community, all I heard was why they ain't add this, why they ain't add that, why they ain't put this. But that's what. But with all of our heroes, it's never good enough. Yeah, all of them. For sure. All For of sure. them. When Malcolm X came out, wasn't good enough. Facts. Facts. And we all know what people thought of Notorious for B.I.G. <laughs> oh, boy. And we know what everybody thought about the Tupac movies. Oh, For sure. So. For sure. So this is that. But it's entertaining and it's good well, and for it, the culture. And, and it'll never, it'll, these movies, when they, when, they do, when they do these movies to keep kind of the story going of people we admired and look up to. It'll never be a documentary. Right. Right? It'll never have the grit and the feel of a real life scenario. Like if you go see the Bob Marley documentary, like they like they recreated things that I seen a hundred times. Yeah. 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 You know, um, I love how they showed the children in the movie. Yeah. Um, and I, I, really, I, I enjoy, and you know the movie's done 100 million at the box office. Listen, man, numbers the, is up. Listen, if the family is into it, I'm into it. I told, I think I said that before. Like, yeah. who am I? I'm a, I? I just enjoyed the music. I'm an admirer. I'm an outsider. This is the family's thing. This is their legacy, their name. Yeah, I'm here to celebrate them and appreciate them for keeping the story alive. True, indeed. And, and a lot of people didn't know how he passed. And this gave them some insight on the Well, tour, a lot of people won't refuse to believe that this is how he passed, too. I mean, that them conspiracies is not going to go away. Yeah, a lot of people are like, that ain't what happened his toe. He was killed. I done had a bad toenail before. <laughs> but it definitely was something with the toe, for sure. Well, it, it's not. It's, 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 you guys, it's because the toe wouldn't heal, right. which is what led them to believe something else was going on. That's the piece. It's not the actual toe itself. It's the fact that the toe won't heal, which led them to, to the understanding they had some sort of melanoma. But that's because they of cancer. injected him with poison through his toe. There you go. To take him out. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. That's, the, that's the underground story. That, no, that's what they say. That yeah. is what they say. Yeah. Anyways, Hebrew Laura Rosemary, let's get into a shenanigan time. Who we got on the line? We are here today uh, to celebrate life together. You got Shay. Shay Shay. I'm here. Yo, you like Club Shay Shay? You be listening to Club Shay Shay? I do. <laughs> <laughs> Shay Shay. Shay Shay. And listen, that Club Shay Shay done blew up so fast. <laughs> People enjoy it, though. People love the drama. The drama don't stop, man. Yo, I called my cousin the other day. Just on some, you know, he wanted to talk to me about Selassie being born and all that and how the family. Mm -hmm. Man, I wasn't on the phone 15 minutes before I heard four different stories about things going on in our family. 
I was like, man, I gotta go, man. Like, they gotta, they gotta put yo, you on. Yo, yo, so and so says she mad from something that happened in 1979. I was like, bro, oh I gotta God. go, man. I gotta go. Auntie and uncle ain't talking. Oh, they don't talk. Mm-hmm. I, can you call so and so? They got an attitude, man. I can't. I gotta go. Who else we got online? We got uh, Jermaine. Jermaine. Morning, morning. How you guys doing today? Jermaine, how you doing, sir? I'm good. I'm good. Can't complain. How's your, what you got planned today? You working? You chilling? Yeah, I'm heading to work right now. What you? Where you do? What do you do? Well, construction. Time to investigate it. Shout there, out to my crew. There it is. Shout to the crew. Shout to all the workers, the construction workers, the iron workers, cement. I think they got different unions. Don't the cement people and the iron people got different? Yeah, they do. Different gangs they in or something? Yeah, <laughs> the unions. Yeah, <laughs> they in gang. They gang they gang. <laughs> Shay Shay, who you want to represent you today? Me and Laura Styles in the game that uh, the game that lives up to his name. I'm gonna have to go with my girl Laura. All right oh, now. All right. All right now. I'll try. Six seconds on the clock. Okay. Right. Shiny with the question. Question. Let's play Laura. Laura. Never loser. Uh, which country legend congratulated Ebro. Beyonce, Ebro, Dolly Parton, on her number one hit? That's a fact. Which space shuttle was destroyed Ebro. in Ebro? Um, three. Apollo thirteen. Incorrect. In nineteen eighty-six, uh, in a nineteen eighty-six takeoff explosion. I remember this. I was in school. That was a big deal. I remember deal, that. Bro. Yeah, that was oh, big. Oh, that. I think it's three. Is uh, it the? Is it the challenger? Challenger is challenger. Tie yeah. game. Okay. Who called okay. himself the Eminem Ebro. Slayer? Ebro. Uh, Benzino. During drink champs, that's what he did. Yo, did we really did we unpack we, Benzino crying on that, drink champs yet? We should. Or we just left which it alone. Piece, which chess piece is the smallest? Ebro. Mm. Laura. What? The smallest. Three, I think it's two. I think one. it's called a. Pro, uh, How much time she get? What's Tom, going on? Time ran out. Time ran out. Tom did it or no, did one I second? Ebro, what three. is it? Ebro, what is it? No, I answered it. What are you talking about? No, you about? didn't. Yes, I did. What'd if you, you say? Be quiet. I said the pawn. The, did, the buzzer did you hear was, the pawn? The, board, the buzzer was up and it sounded like you said pawn. Nah. Nah, fam. Yo, Griff, what you saying? Because if she gets this right, it's a tie game. She knows she bull issue, man. Disrespect. What you Oh, oh you call it disrespect? Disrespect. Ah, oh, get out of here. What, they going to the tapes? What y'all saying? They don't want to chime in. They scared of Laura Styles. No. The only thing that flies on this game is y'all doing me dirty. I feel like she, oh uh. God, you always say that. I don't know if you caught it by the buzzer. Exactly. She didn't because you was like three, two. You know how many times I say my name before you? You just louder. I'd be like, all right. Oh, we're we're at a standstill. Sound like Selassie when she woke up at 1 a.m. We're at a standstill. We don't don't know. The judges aren't telling you. The judges ain't even chiming in? Nah, nobody's saying. Well, you got to make the call, Shani. I I feel like you didn't make it at the buzzer. Ah, Yeah. Yeah. What to do when the tables have turned? <laughs> that means Ebro wins. Oh my God, yo, yo, Laura, you know why I won? Because we was having that, we was having that uh, jaw talk before the segment. Shawnee's biased right now. I'm not biased because <laughs> we was having Yahweh talk. I'm not biased. <laughs> <laughs>
Yo, yo, this Laura. doesn't feel right. Yo, Laura, yo, Laura gonna hold this against you, bro. It yeah, didn't sound like... Yo, Shay Shay, man. Right. Hate when things right. don't work out for you, man. It's terrible. They might be going yeah. to the tapes and correct me, but yo, that's what I heard. Shay Shay. Yo, Laura, I'll do you some charity. The judges want charity. It's okay, but you know this time, I just let it go. I said zero before the answer. I said zero before the answer came in, so... The, the the wind stands. Ebro wins. This is wow. controversial, man. We're going to have to have Shay. family court and work this yeah, out. We're going to have to iron this out, bro. It's, it's okay. It's, it's controversial. It. Yo, Jermaine, buddy, you get what, what tickets is it, Laura? What tickets is it, Ebro? Oh, okay, fine. You, oh, that's what we're doing? <laughs> All right, cool, cool. I'll do your job. There's tickets no to see Fabio Foreign live at the Brooklyn Paramount on Saturday, May 18th. Good looking, Greg. Thank you, guys. Yo, Jermaine, you hearing this up here? This is dirty. this is nasty work. No. Nasty work. <laughs> you, it's bad up here today. <laughs> On the way, flashing lights, Laura Stiles. Well, speaking of uh, nasty work, Diddy is being sued for Ooh. sexual assault by a former oh male employee. Yo, yo y'all. It is yo, involving this, Stevie If you haven't J. heard about this, yo. Oh, my God. It is very oh, messy and detailed, and we'll cover it. Coming up next. This is Can't Stop, Won't Stop. Commercial free. Coming up, coming up next. Coming up at 7 with Ebro in the morning on Hot 97. Reconnect with CUNY. Whether you are a first-time college student, a parent, a veteran, or an adult with some college credits, there's a place for you to continue your dreams or start fresh. No matter where you are along your journey, the CUNY Reconnect program can provide financial assistance and one-on-one personalized support to get you going. It's not too late to start again. Go to cuny.edu slash reconnect today. Mr. C. Mr. C. Step swimming. Jadakiss. EPMD. Eric B. and Rakim. Method Man and Red Man. Lord Tariq and Peter Guns. Yours truly the curator, the lit digital DJ, Funk Flex on the set. Hosted by Nessa, Ebro, Peter Rosenberg, and Laura Styles. Tickets at Ticketmaster.com. Oh, you thought we wasn't going to get it right? He's on fire. Eighty dude, eighty. Ebro Lauren Rosenberg, Laura says we getting some uh, nice weather today. Some sunshine in the morning, clouds clouds pull up later, rain tonight. Uh, but looking towards the weekend, Laura reported what sixties? I mean, on Sunday, sixty four. But for the rest of the day, it's going to be like high, like high forty nine, fifty twos. You know what I mean? On Wednesday, sixty, hopefully. There it goes. Let's go. Let's Hello. go. Flashing lights sound. Love you. Laura Styles. Laura Styles got That's the 411 on the flash lights. Lights. You ready for the flashing lights? Laura Styles can put us on. Oh, guys, this is not good. Diddy has been sued by a man claiming Diddy assaulted him. 
Rodney Jones, a former producer and videographer for Diddy, claims that he was repeatedly sexually assaulted by Diddy and um, always was um, you know, pushed and coerced and a lot of unwanted advances. He claims that Diddy would grope him and touch his behind. Touching his butt, y'all. Diddy would parade around naked in front of him. He believes he was trying to groom him into having sex. He claims that Diddy would downplay everything by calling it horseplay. Mm. And he also says that Diddy forced him to watch a uh, sex tape with Stevie J having intercourse with another man. He included a screen grab of the video in the lawsuit. And then Young Miami's name got tossed in this because he claims that Young Miami's cousin uh, was trying to push him to have sex in front of Diddy. Whoa, 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 whoa. What's that got to do with Young Miami, though? Just Young Miami's cousin. The reason the per- this particular person was there because it was related to Young Miami. Um, he also claims that Diddy ordered his son Justin Combs to recruit um, underage girls to attend parties. <clears throat> he also believes that he was drugged and raped at least in, at least in one occasion. Um, but it goes on and on. And then Cuba Gooding Jr. is thrown into it also of uh, groping him at a, at a, at a party. I, I mean, guys, this is it's it's pretty messy. Nah, this is um, remember when uh, they was like, can't stop, won't stop. <laughs> Sounds like Diddy couldn't stop and the lawsuits won't stop. Well, the, they're saying that Diddy is saying that this is a lie, of course. Right. But the right. dude would have to prove it. And I don't know. Yeah, pro- proving it's going to be tough. Well, um, wait, did, did, didn't we say he already uh, the the thing has screenshots from the video? Well, there were screenshots of the uh, alleged sex tape That's that he I mean. was forced to watch. But but proving that he was forced to watch it is, I think, what we're talking about. Not right. that it exists. I mean, listen, guys. Does it really? In the end, though, in terms of uh, obviously, it matters to the guy who's who's pursuing the the case. But in terms of public. Uh, consumption and view. Just the, all the stories coming out, regardless of what's provable, will end up being more just like oh, oh in the court of, in the court right. of public opinion, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's already it's already decided what's going what on is. here, right. Um, right? But in in the actual court where Diddy may have to cut a check or there's criminal charges is what we were talking about, right? And I, and does this is this a criminal case, Laura, or is this a civil? No, case? he's pursuing money. He wants money. Yeah. Got it. And I think that's the piece where, you know, Diddy's got money and he's got lawyers and he ain't just going to keep cutting checks. He cut the check to Cassie quick, fast, in a hurry. I've never seen that. Yo, even if you, even if someone at the bank was like, you're about to get a loan for that amount, you can't get the check <laughs> as fast as Cassie got the check. And that, so it is a good, I wonder why he didn't pursue criminal, though, because it, it is recent. Right. Like, it was per- this album right here. So I'm looking deeper into reports, and there's one instance where there's an allegation of a shooting. This is where he says that Diddy and his son got into a heated argument in L.A. at a recording studio, and he claims that there were a gun, a gun was shot, and a man named G was hit. Uh, so this it keeps going, guys. It keeps going. If a gun was shot and somebody was hit, then there would already be a case on that. So he's claiming that Diddy told the cops that he was shot in a drive-by and the man who was shot kind of went with it. But, ugh. Mm, so then that man's got to come out and cooperate. I guess, man. But yeah, nah, this going these legal problems, yo, it's going to be going for a while, y'all. So just, yeah. uh, 
Just like y'all watching uh, Ressa Tessa, Nisa Tisa, Risa Tisa. It's going to be a lot of episodes of this one. I'm I mean, it could, go, it could go forever if, if people keep coming out with how long he's been around, depending on how long ago the behavior started. Mm-hmm. It could literally be like that's the rest of his life. It's just one case after another. It could go on forever, ever, you want to do. No matter where you're at, no, either here nor there. I swear, I can't find you anywhere. Mm-hmm. All right, that's your flash and lights report. Time is 7.02. Today's a high of 57 degrees. A little rain this evening, and alternate side parking is in effect. The question, though, really is, are you surprised? No. no. All these years, we heard a lot of stuff. And then there was a lot of stuff that actually, just chaotic Stuff that just happened around the Diddy Bad Boy camp, period. There's always stories and stuff. And um, it's it, even with the Wendy Williams stuff, and I'm not, you know, the level of toxicity that was surrounding an individual, I'm never surprised how these stories end. Hmm. It, you know, happy endings when you live a life of toxicness and confusion and chaoticness and money getting and hustling and drinking and drugs and partying it, it these stories never really end like oh happy ending I, mean, I just don't think anybody knew that diddy's situation went to this extreme like people thought he was partying a lot and he was out there living a lot of life and running around i don't think people knew that he was the catch the a serial abuser okay I mean, yeah, that's fair. No, it's fair what you're saying. I don't think I don't think that either. You you would think that people, you know, it was consensual, but you know, you have to question like when people are going that hard, that fast for that long. Do they know where the lines are? Right. Well, and they've been that successful, have that much money, that much access, that much that power. Much power. Yep. Yeah, man. It's Ebro Laura Rosenberg. Good morning. Coming up. Congratulations. You played yourself. Ride or die. Curve, DJ John, the gurus are in the building. It's Tuesday, by the way. I've lost track of the days as a as a father of a newborn. I don't know what day it is half the time, but we here together, man. Good morning. WQHTFM HD1 New York, 97 minutes commercial free. Coming up next. Coming up at 7 with Ebro in the morning on Hot 97. Yo, um, Laura, can you catch me up? So there was a AT and T or Verizon. Who had the outage the other day? That was like uh, a lot of well, people. Me and I am an AT and T customer. So, so yeah, so what, it was mostly AT and T, but also Verizon, and I believe I don't know. Do you remember Rosenberg? If it was T Mobile, also? No, I mean, in as far as I could tell, not Verizon or T Mobile, uh, but there was a lot of them. I mean, so many smaller yeah. ones too. But AT and T was the biggest one that had one. So, you know, a lot of the smaller networks operate off the bigger networks, right? Like they have deals where they operate off the bigger networks. So my question is, what was their excuse? Because I didn't I didn't follow it. I've been doing following something else. I've been following dirty diapers. Their excuse, Ebro, was that there was a solar flare. I mean, that was the only excuse that was put out there. Besides that, they didn't say much, but they said, oh, it was a solar flare. So wouldn't a solar flare affect everybody? How come a solar flare only would affect? Like I don't, you know, even, I, I don't, I don't know, know if y'all know this, but well, it's a, it's a something from the sun. You know, the sun's really big. Mm-hmm. I don't know if y'all know the sun's really big. Yeah, but like I don't do we do we have experience with what a solar flare does? I don't well, even know. I would just, if, but why? My whole point is, why would it only affect one 
or a few. Why wouldn't it affect everybody? Anyway, my conspiracy is that it was some sort of hack. It wasn't a solar flare. And they don't want to tell everybody that their systems got hacked. Huh? Yeah, people were trying to say that it was a cyber attack, but they were AT&T came out and was like, no, 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 it's not that. So. Yeah, because they don't want that. They, why would they, why would a court why would a company that has all your personal information want to put it, them to know that they got cyber hacked? Yeah, they wouldn't admit that. They would never admit that. No, they would not. But well, I don't know. Would they have to though? I don't know if they could. They straight up lie and just say they were not hacked. If in fact people were compromised. Well, yeah, it may not have been compromised. Mm. Like nothing may have happened. April. Yes. They also they also said that uh, AT and T said that it was the cause was found to be a technical error. So was it a solar flare or a technical error, guys? We don't know. We don't. That's what the company. That's what the company spokesman said. This well, was, yes, the other you day. know what it sounds like. <laughs> Congratulations, you played yourself. <laughs> so all that big Willie talk, hop you up, playing yourself, you playing yourself, you playing yourself. Uh, yeah, man, it's a lot of playing yourself going on out here. You can play yourself. We can watch other people play themselves. Mm. Um, By the way, though, they, they decided to give people back, uh, as a result of the outage, $5 per person in rebate. $5. My daughter gets more than that from the Tooth Fairy. What are we talking about? But at the same time, the the funny part is everyone, that's what everyone's response was. $5. That's over a billion dollars. They gave over a billion dollars back, and everyone's response is just womp, womp. Yeah, because if they're giving us $5 back and willing to spend whatever billions that is, guess how much money they're making? Nobody will feel bad for them. I'm not saying feel bad. I'm saying more hit the button, though, because that's still a lot of money for a company to give away on a given month. Like, yo, take a billion, and it still didn't do anything. Congratulations. <laughs> it didn't help anybody. 1.13 billion, and it just does nothing. <laughs> that said, if they'd wanted to do twice that amount, give everyone 10, people still would have complained. That would have been 2.27 billion they would have had to spend. The whole thing is a congrats. And also to all of us who don't have a landline, uh, which I don't. You yeah. Yourself. Oh, I got I one. I ended up getting one. Yeah. I don't know the number, though. But if I plug a phone in, it'll work. And it's not into the cable box. It's into the wall. It's It's into the wall. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't even know if I have that as an option in my building anymore. I don't really. They took. No, come on. They they you better get that set up, bro. I don't know if it's an option. And by the way, even if it is here, I live in an old building. I think a lot of new buildings aren't even built for it. They don't have phone lines at all. I think a lot of new places, you can't get a phone line. You'd have to do it through your cable. Yo, man, we need to go back to where we had to go through the yellow pages, man. Just open up a book and look for what you needed. You know, teach people how to read maps again. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad I come from a time. You know what I'm saying? As an old head, where I can actually open up a map and read a map. I I can barely read a map. That always was true. I was never able to be confident on a map. But if your mobile phone didn't work and you plugged in the wall phone, who would you call? You don't know no numbers. Man, I'm calling Ghostbusters, man. Why are you playing with me? I mean, literally. If, I mean, in, in my case, in my case, literally my parents. Like That's I'm just thinking. You could call. Yeah, but I mean, listen. If God forbid the worst happened, who are you thinking about calling? Right? You only have a few people you're trying to call. Do you know their numbers at least? Well, God forbid the worst happened. I think everybody should have a plan in place, a meeting place with their family. I think y'all should already have that planned. That's Where real. do we go? What's the safe location we go to on high ground? Because around here, it would be about water, right? Our issue around here would be about flooding and water. Mm-hmm. Where are you going? Which is, you know, listen, have a plan. That's all I'm going to say. If, if right. solar flares are happening and we can't get straight answers, 
Congratulations. Have a plan. You played yourself. That's all I'm saying. Laura, what you got today? <sighs> Just one of these. Like uh, Producer Griff sent me this story, and it's like, so there's a man who, uh, you know, there's nothing. I mean, there is, but. There's people who are particularly mean to service workers, and there's a special place in hell for people like that. So an employee that was working at McDonald's just normal day, a customer um, comes up and noticed that the guy put his, he touched the lid of his soft drink. Mm. You know, and putting the lid on, on the soft drink, completely flipped out. Was so mad that the employee touched the lid of his soft drink that he... Decided to punch the worker. Come several on, times bro. He, come on, Over bro. and over again. Wow. Now this person need a mental health eval. Whoever this is that spaz like this over a, the top of a lid of a drink. Bro, uh, people like this. Yes, you're absolutely right. He definitely needs a mental health evaluation. And yes, he was taken. You know, police came and everything, but. Bro, the, the poor guy got punched over and over and over because of this. Crazy. Because of a drink cover? Yes, and his whole explanation for it was like, yo, he touched the lid to my soft Yeah, no, nah, he's not okay. This guy's not okay. He doesn't, you know, he, whoever this guy, I, I don't know, how, how does he expect lids to get put on drinks? I don't understand what he's saying. What? He's never had a, this person's never had a lid get put on a drink before. He wants a glove, man. He wants a glove. Yo, that is such a new thing. <laughs> you know how new that is? People, the person yeah. at the front desk of a, of, a, of a front counter of a restaurant, especially a fast food restaurant, has been the person to put the lid on your drink for how long? Right. And, yes, you're not and that's why they gloves. give you a straw that has a cover on it that you're supposed to rip open and use that straw to drink the drink. Exactly, Laura. Uh, yeah, it is a wonder every single day that we survive in society. I swear to you. <laughs> no, I I know. Uh, Especially in big cities. Like you're just wandering oh. around next to absolute crazy people at every moment, hoping that we survive the next day. That's why I just don't talk. You just can't even talk. Can't honk at anyone. Don't say any words to anyone. You just got to keep moving through the day. Hope for the best. Well, LLJ, cool, Jay. Listen, I'm honking and I'm talking ish. So, but I got something. For, I got something for you if you want to get loose. I got something for you. It might be on the cover of the news, and I may lose this job, but I got something for you. Congratulations, you played no, yourself. No, no. Wish you the best with them. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> Roseburg, what you no. got? Um, how about? Well, you have, of course, the end of the Knicks game last night that everybody's talking about. Wait, what happened? Put me on. Where there was a, a turnover late in the game, and the Pistons got the ball, and Dante DiVincenzo of the Knicks basically slam-tackled into the Pistons player, just like completely ran him over. Knicks took the ball back, scored at the buzzer, and won the game. And then, which, like, where's the foul? Which led to Monty Williams, the head coach of the Pistons, just getting up at the podium and being like, this is enough. I'm done. I can't do this anymore. Y'all are robbing us. It's over. He's now getting fined, but also the league has admitted that they got the call wrong. So hit the button on everybody. Congratulations. So why is he getting fined? Well, because the rule is you can't say nothing about the refs, right? So you're going to get fined. Yeah, you got to take the fine because you decided to just completely. Sp Literally, he didn't even say anything else. He only got up there, ripped the refs, and walked away. So he, you're going to take that fine. But the biggest congrats is whenever the league admits that they got something wrong. Like, when is the NBA going to just institute a thing where, like, in the last few minutes of a game, 
any call like this gets reviewed by the people sitting in Secaucus. They have people in Secaucus sitting around watching every game. Because guess what? what else is happening in Secaucus? Nothing. Exactly. So they All they can do all day is this. So why can't they just wire down and be like, hey, guys, them. you missed it. That should be a foul. We need to bring that back. Like, there has to be a way to override big mixed calls. Now, I think there's being a little – excuse me. I think there's being a little too much made of this call, Ebro, because – to me, it would have been a loose ball foul because the player with the pi- the the, the Pistons player. It wasn't player, a shooting foul. Oh, no, no. And I don't even think the player on the Pistons had the ball anymore. I think the ball was loosely out of his hands, and they were got both it, going for the ball. Got it, got but it. But I, I think I'm in the way minority of people who feel that way because what you see is basically DiVincenzo just run someone over. But, I mean, but at the same time, though, to the Detroit Pistons, just on the strength of being the Detroit Pistons, you got to hold button. his button, yeah. Congratulations, you played yourself. When the Pistons show up to play basketball, they just should put an L in the column anyway at this point. Like, what are I you mean, arguing about? You're arguing about one win with the Knicks in a game that means nothing to you? What are you talking you, about? You might as well want to stay. Y'all are currently the worst team in the league. I would just be happy. Don't keep doing that. You should send a thank you note to the refs. You didn't need to get win number nine in late February. You didn't need that. <laughs> Monty, what are you doing, man? Just take the loss. Keep yeah, stacking you, are, these losses. Are you telling the Pistons to be true to themselves? Just be true to yourself, man. Stop yes. trying to be somebody you're not. And go and try to get that number one pick. But that's the damn shame of the lottery. You don't even know if you're going to get it. Listen, it's uh, Ebro, Laura, and Rosenberg. Good morning. Laura. Yeah? Is there a diaper that detects doo-doo? Because you know they have the diaper like the baby peas in the diaper and it goes turns blue. Yeah. Is there a doo doo detector is... diaper? No, unless it Because the way <laughs> the way Selassie is out here farting and rumbling, the yeah, amount of times no. I gotta unswaddle her to see if there's doo doo in the diaper, which then just disrupts her sleep anyway. Yeah. Because she was just check. bragging about coming from a time. Well, just now sip, I need now I need technology to do its thing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> now you just gotta sniff the butt, man. I do sniff, and but her the gas just holds and it smells <laughs> like doo doo, and then I open the diaper, and nothing's in there. <laughs> man, welcome back to the infant stage. Man. Yo, man, it's a good time though. I ain't gonna lie, Velocity's a cool, cool young lady. Very young. Emphasis on young. Super young. As in newborn. You know what I mean? If you ever describe someone as a young lady, as your daughter, and they're, well, how old's your daughter? And you were like seven days. Oh, yeah, that's pretty young. <laughs> Yo, listen. 97 minutes commercial free. And then DJ John is next. This is Cash One rocking. Good morning, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Reconnect with CUNY. Whether you are a first-time college student, a parent, a veteran, or an adult with some college credits, there's a place for you to continue your dreams or start fresh. No matter where you are along your journey, the CUNY Reconnect program can provide financial assistance and one-on-one personalized support to get you going. It's not too late to start again. Go to cuny.edu slash reconnect today. Mr. C. Mr. C. Step swimming. Jadakiss. EPMD. Eric B. and Rakim. Method Man and Red Man. Lord Tariq and Peter Gunn. 
Records. Yours truly, the curator, the lit digital DJ, Funk Flex on the set. Hosted by Nessa, Ebro, Peter Rosenberg, and Laura Styles. Tickets at Ticketmaster.com. Oh, you thought we wasn't going to get it right? He's on fire! Ebro, Laura Rosenberg, good morning, everybody. We are here. 97 minutes, commercial free music right now. Cast Uno. Cast One, what's the hottest song out right now? Hottest song in the club. Hottest in the cl- well, I mean, Bent is the hottest song out there, bro. Benton's on fire. Brooklyn. So Benton's still doing it. Brooklyn's still doing it. You know Hennessy got me bent. Wins when you're running again. <laughs> Thanks to you, Ebro. I went and listened to the uh, Teach Me How to Drill yesterday. Okay, that's uh, Lil Ma Boo, Upper West Side, Rich Family, White no, I think, Kid. I think he's Upper East Side. Oh, Upper, Upper East, East Side. Side. Even richer. Yeah. I don't know if I'd say it like that, but yeah, possibly. Um... I just can't decide whether I like it or literally hate it so much that I don't know what to say. <laughs> and and well, so musically speaking, where are you at with it? Musically like wise, like the way he, he clearly he clearly is very talented. Okay, he, he he like he is able to do the drill thing on a very high level. What's the drill? When you say the drill thing, what do you mean? I mean playing the character of being a. Um, Scare the kids drill rapper who yells crazy and makes aggressive ass drill music. Because I do believe he's playing a part, 100%. Yeah, but he's not talking tough on the records, though. He's, he's not, not on like, that. Well, not on that. Like one. Play, he's playing the white nerd all the time. And the, he's playing his. He's not <gasps> acting like he's in the streets, from what I heard. On that record, he's playing the. He's very being. He's being clear that it's a part. But on other songs, nah, there are other songs. There are other songs where he's just straight up sounding like a straight up drill rapper. He's just talking crazy ish. Got it. Yeah, for sure. It's not always in character of I'm the white guy. I'm just kind of goofing. Sometimes it's fully I'm just that guy. And then on this one, it's it gives a very like almost Eminem, Dr. Dre, guilty conscience kind of fun character vibe. But he does. Shawnee, have you peeped him yet? Uh, I think so. Cass, is this the same kid that you put me on to like months yeah. ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, I, I showed, I showed Shawnee, uh, yeah, I showed Shawnee the mathematical disrespect record. Did you see that one, Rosenberg? Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, you, he, I remember he, that one too. So I, I'd have to agree with Rosenberg. Where he's talented for sure, but it's he's co-opting the whole drill movement and kind of making a mockery of it on purpose. It is. Yeah, I like. I can't. It's hard for me to remove that part of that. Yeah. It's like but it's clearly a mockery. Quality. But it's, it's like really a, well done. It's really well done. Yes, it's like, like a really wow. well done skit. A really well done skit. Like too well done. So I'm told the the Mabu kid, and for everybody listening, like who are you talking about? This is white kid from the Upper East Side, uh, who started you know rhyming over drill beats. He's a college kid, from what I understand, and you know he's still in college, but he's out here moving around. And making these records. And so now he's got a record with Fabio Foreign that went viral, uh, you know, I, I would say maybe a couple of months ago. Uh, that, I mean, we might as well play it. We might well, as well play it. It probably needs to be clean, no? It probably <laughs> absolutely needs to be clean. I can't believe people are not playing it. I know, I know Drew's I, but no, that, playing it. Okay, I was about to say, I, I would think people are playing it. It yeah, sounds Drew, like a record Drew's people play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the whole thing was like, you know, they played around with the N-word in the song. Because people was like, yo, did Mabu use the N-word or did Fabio say the N-word? Mm. Who was playing? They playing with the N-word. And you know me, don't play with the N-word. Like, why are you playing? Right. Why are you playing in people's face? Why are you playing in people's face? No, and there's definitely, in the video, there's a part where Fabio literally, like, almost like he stops him from saying it and covers his mouth. Like, like no, nah, we don't do that. Like, it's like intentionally, 
Yeah, so they trolling us all. They trolling us all, which is what the kids do on the internets. Troll. Um, but we'll get that on. That's that's low mile. It's a conversation. Five, definitely, definitely a fun conversation. conversation. And it's and it's New York City. It's some New York City ish. And now bring in DJ John. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's DJ John. Johnny. DJ John. Johnny. Johnny. John. DJ John. DJ John. Johnny. What's poppin', John? What are you giving the people when they call right now and stump DJ John with a question? What can they win? Tickets to see Sean. Oh, you might want to turn that mic on. Thanks, Sean. You're on three. You're on three? Oh, God. Oh, good no, Lord. Yo, y'all, can y'all have the, This is like... Y'all might as well just... We might as well play a new game. It says four. When, this is a skit. This is a whole no, other it's, game. It's it's called... It, can we get DraftKings, FanDuel? He could Will yeah. DJ John and Shawnee Culture figure out what mic DJ John is on? Yeah, I said four. He communicated yeah. four. I put up four, and it sounds like crap. So no, yeah. now, now he's fine. Tickets to see Sean Paul happen nope. May 9th. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. <laughs> yeah. Tickets on sale now. May hop by Live Nation. So see Sean Paul May 9th at the Book and Paramount. Tickets on sale now. May hop by Live Nation. <laughs> Once again, Sean Paul May 9th at the Book and Paramount. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? We heard it. We heard it. What's Shana going on with you? Why'd you just start yelling for no reason? Why are you screaming? Just want to get the range from the mic, you know? Yo, yo, my man, you all right? It's a microphone. No need to yell. Yo, uh, big Yankee fan, that DJ John. I think uh, there was like a spring spring camp game or something yesterday, wasn't it? Day before. Sure. Yeah, Day before. How's that no, going? No, yesterday too. Yo, spring camp is crazy. Spring camp? What's spring, spring, spring training? training? My bad. It's in, the, it's it's in the winter. <laughs> spring training's in the winter. Which no, I spring is next month. They just getting going. I don't understand that. So you didn't pay attention to the games, what you tell them? Yesterday, no. You're not a real fan. How, the, Yan- how many games the Yankees going to win this year? I'm watching the Knicks instead. I, you wow. cannot get mad at John for not watching baseball in February. I'm a defend I'm John mad. here. I'm not yeah, mad. That's, that's, that's not, in fact, you got problems if you turn on a spring game in February. Yeah, you're like too. You're too OD. Like, yo, relax, man. Wait, you're too big of a fan then. No, you're just like a, you're, if you're like in the spring. I hate spring training. I've, I've never. You know how people like travel to Arizona or wherever they travel to for, uh, with Florida, Florida for the for the Yankees for yeah. the games and yeah. all that. Like, what are we talking? Well, about? no, my guess would be actually that the only way it would be enjoyable, Ebros, if you live the kind of life where you just had nothing to do. Mm. And you could go hang in Florida for three or four days when it's cold, oh, yeah. and that probably be fun. Okay. Turning it on your TV is wild. crazy. Wild. You're a wild person. Yeah, like it, no, no, going there and drinking beer and talking to a friend—that sounds kind of fun. In your house, being like, "Hey, turn off that basketball, flip on this February baseball game." Right, now you're right. nuts. Yeah. <laughs> Who we got online, Shawnee? Uh There's no name, but here we go. Shout All to, right. Shout to no name. Shout to no name. Good morning. <laughs> I no told name. Him it was Valerie. Oh, hey Valerie. Valerie. I was gonna say there's this young, young, young uh, artist named No Name. She's fire. Y'all should listen to her new album. It's great. Um, but anyway, go check it out. She's from Chicago. Hey Valerie, you got a question for DJ John? I do. Um, DJ John, what yes. year did Red Lobster open? Mm, what year, year did, did Red, Red Lobster open? Oh. Very important. Nineteen seventy-seven. Oh, okay. Close enough. Nineteen sixty-eight. It's it, oh, Valerie. Wow. It was not horseshoes or hand grenades. It's you gotta not, get it right. It's not close. It's no close, close enough. <laughs> was, he's I mean, very I'm wrong. He got it wrong. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> Valerie, you getting the tickets? The tickets are yours. Thank you. Congrats on the new baby. Oh, thank you. I'm trying to thank feed her right. Valerie. I'm feeding her right now, or at least attempting Aww. to. Enjoy the moment. They go fast. Yeah, it goes. The newborn thing goes really, really, really fast. 
On the way, flashing lights, Laura Styles, what's happening? Guys, crazy story coming up in the flashing lights report, man. Diddy is being sued. He's being sued for sexual assault by a former male employee. I'll give wow. you the details coming up next. Cast one ninety seven minutes commercial free. Uh oh, I think he's trying to he's trying you trying to play teach me how to drill? There you, there you go. go. Now, see, me, when I first heard the song, I was like, yo, this song is a bop. They move. Oh, no, it's, it definitely, it's definitely a good drill record for sure. You're just like, what? You don't wanna be in no jailhouse, you don't wanna be with no jakes Watch what I do, listen what I say, copy my moves, follow my pace Gotta take notes what's around you so you never make mistakes My fault, Fabi, I'm new to this place What's going on again? After that jail, you come home and eat that meal But I ain't gonna wait till the drugs home, so don't bring them back to home The white suburban kid gets embraced by the hood We've seen it before We've seen this movie before Doing drill on a scooter right. But they, they're using each other, you know what I'm saying? The white kid wants credibility in the hood and the, and, the, and the kid from the hood wants Cross people in the hood. suburbs to spend that money <laughs> and buy them tickets to the show. That's <laughs> He's actually a white urban kid. Yeah, you bro. It's a different. It's different. Technically, yes, he lives. Yeah, in the he's, technically he's, he's technically urban. He's technically urban. urban. Facts. So. Let's go. Flashing lights, Laura Styles. So Rodney Jones, a former producer and videographer for Diddy, claims that he was repeatedly sexually assaulted by Diddy and, mm. you know, um, also was forced um, in unwanted advances by associates of Diddy. He claims that um, he would be groped. Uh, his behind was touched. Mm. Diddy would dance around naked in front of him. He truly believes that he was trying to groom him into having sex. He says that Diddy would downplay the alleged assaults as horseplay. Uh, and he goes on to say that Diddy forced him to watch a video involving uh, Stevie J having sex with another man. He mm. included a screen grab of the video in the lawsuit. Um, then Young Miami's name got brought into it by saying that uh, a, a female, a cousin of Diddy's girlfriend, Young Miami, also sexually assaulted him, allegedly attempting to have sex with him in front of Diddy and members of his staff like a show. And he also says that Diddy brought uh, prostitutes and underage women to his parties, to his homes in Miami. He says that, um, and he truly believes that he was drugged and possibly raped at one time. Mm. He, I mean, this goes on. He says that he saw Diddy intentionally serving women bottles of his tequila and vodka brands laced with drugs. Mm. Uh, says that he um, had his son bring girls over to the parties, usually underage girls. I mean, and then he claims that Diddy introduced him to Cuba Gooding Jr. at a yacht and that Cuba Gooding Jr. began touching and groping and fondling his legs um, in a very inappropriate manner. Well, listen, when you work, when you're working, this guy worked for Diddy, worked with Diddy for Diddy. How what was? Yeah, he was his, uh, a producer and videographer. Producer and videographer. So. When you're on the He's, job, these type of allegations, you know, they carry weight. He was on the job. So there's that part. And then when you're talking about Diddy, you have all the other stuff that we've been hearing for years. Plus the fact that his uh, abusive, the abuse allegations, he paid out Cassie. Yeah, this guy's seeking $30 million in damages. 
And, you know, uh, Diddy's reps uh, came back and just are denying the, the whole thing. Mm. I mean, yeah. Well, of course they are. They're going to see, so. see how much money this guy got. How much how much money he's going to give to the lawyers to see if they want to go toe-to-toe and how they're going to drag this out. That's usually how it happens, right? Mm-hmm. Messy, man. And like I said before, I, I have a feeling that more of these types of lawsuits are going to come. Did he do so. it? Did he do it? People love that joke, by the way. Did that, he do it? Every, did he do it? They just love that. Did he? Did he do it? Did he not? Well, the internet, if nothing else, is a sophisticated place. You know, come on. You know that top tier. Top tier always. Anyway, that's your Flash and Lights report. Uh, today is uh, the time is 801, a high of 57 degrees, rain in the evening, and alternate side parking is in effect. Look, coming up, man, on Ebro in the morning. Is there a doo doo detector diaper? I need to know. <laughs> that's all I got today, guys. I got mm-hmm. I got a newborn, I got doo doo, yeah. doo doo issues. It's called your nose. <laughs> the doo-doo detection <laughs> system. That's right. Old school. WQHT and WQHT HD1 New York. Ebro in the morning with Laura Stiles and Rosenberg. First person shooting Reconnect with CUNY. Whether you are a first-time college student, a parent, a veteran, or an adult with some college credits, there's a place for you to continue your dreams or start fresh. No matter where you are along your journey, the CUNY Reconnect program can provide financial assistance and one-on-one personalized support to get you going. It's not too late to start again. Go to cuny.edu slash reconnect today. Lauren Rosenberg. Good morning, everybody. I called the pediatrician. We had to call the pediatrician like three times yesterday. Oh, yeah? Why is that? Well, because when Selassie sleeps, she whistles and makes little bird calls in her sleep. (laughs) And so Jazz was like, what is that? That right there. What's that noise? I'll be like, she's just whistling. Like, you know, breathing in, breathing out. It makes noises sometimes. Baby. No, right there. What's that? I'm like, and so I Googled it, and it said, you know, babies make noises when they sleep. Right. But it wasn't good enough. You got it. It's not good enough. You got to hit the pediatrician. Wait till she starts growling. Oh, no. When, when the grunts when come. Growl. Like a little baby dinosaur. You're like, what the oh, hell? You're like, yo, what is in the bassinet? What is that? What is that? Well, is there, is there, a, is there a little demon in there? What's well, because yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they the, you know, they start getting their little vocals together, and then the <laughs> gas gets real bad, and they're like... Rosenberg, but it sounds like you have a creature in there. You're well, like, not only that, what? but it'll be grown man grunts, too. You'll be like, yo, how deep is your voice right now? 
so true. Yo, that's crazy. Well, so then Selassie, so yesterday, yesterday Selassie slept for like 23 <laughs> hours. So that stressed mom. Mom was stressed off that. What is wrong with my child? Why is my child sleeping so much today? But the pediatrician hit the pediatrician again. Nothing. It's fine. Baby sleep. That's what they do. That's what they do. Meanwhile, family and friends are like, yo, y'all are blessed. Your child wants to sleep that much? Let that baby sleep. And that's usually during the day, no? Yesterday, it was day and night. Mm. Wow. Day and night. So we was getting sleep. Uh-oh. But that was just yesterday. Every day is different, guys. You burning spliffs around Selassie. What? Are you crazy? No way. You know I don't saying? smoke yeah, around children. What are you talking about? about? Me and Selassie, I job. Oh, because no. his name's Selassie, oh, you think aye, you think aye. Ebro might say rules are out the window. Oh, Let's control it up. She going to sleep. She no, like I don't, even, I don't even sleep. I don't even smoke in my home. Yeah. Like, you can't smoke in my house. Very responsible. But I mean, you know. Respo- that's her, very responsible. Her name gives her a pass. That's, <laughs> that's like regular. What are you talking about? And not, not smoking in front of your baby is not. Is not you don't get credit for that. My, when I had Pee Wee, my dog, I wouldn't smoke around him. <laughs> All right, well now you may be, now maybe a bridge too far. <laughs> I just wanted to, well, he's in my house, but I was like, no, no. You guys never smoke in your house, period. Nah, never. No. Why? I don't want that smell in my it's house. Smell. Right. And it, I don't like, want we, that. You, y'all, y'all know weed smell really doesn't stick around like that, right? It's not like cigarettes. I don't know. It just feels too. It, it feels, you know, it, it feels like I'm still in college. Yo, why am I smoking in my house? Right, like, right. What, what, go for a walk. Go outside. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. I'll step outside. And my house isn't big enough either. It's not like I have another room. You know what I mean? Like, all the rooms are occupied. used yeah. and occupied. So, nah. I mean, I, oh, that's an interesting choice that I would not make in my life. If I were a smoker <laughs> as an adult in my own home, I, I, I'm rolling, lighting, smoking. No thoughts. Really? Even if Even if your partner doesn't smoke that much? Or smoke like that? I mean, if they if they said if they were like, I really don't like this. This bothers me. Then of course not. No. But if like the other person is, a, I don't care. Like like cigarettes. Back in the day when smoking cigarettes inside was a thing, that's a problem. Like right. that will that is that will ruin your furniture. And well, and by the way, again, also I'm not talking about a situation where you have a weed head partner who smokes all day long. That would be very irritating. But if once a day, once every two days, someone lights a marijuana in your house, that will be gone within a few hours. It's not like, it's not all in your furniture or anything. You know, it's crazy. I don't even like food smells in my house. Like when I come in the house. You eat, so you eat outside too. Take your food nah, out. You can walk just, to we, eat. We clean up right after we eat because I don't, I don't really, I mean, we're not right Same. after, but I don't like, I don't like to walk in and smell food. I open right. up all the windows. Yeah, clean up quick because I don't. I don't. I don't like the lingering smell. Cass, you too. Yeah, I hate that. I hate it too. Even I when I cook it. stuff, I'm I'm cooking with the window open, bro. I I don't Same. know why. I'm with you guys. Same. Are you guys cooking Indian every night? What's going on? Nah, yeah, there's I mean, definitely nah, spices it's, though. It's definitely spices going on. Yeah, the smell of food don't... is all right though. I mean, nah, if, it ain't. if it's cooked yeah. and it's while smell... you're eating, and then afterwards you don't want to smell it no more. Yeah, because then you go I, outside and you come back. Yeah, you go outside for a little bit, you come back in, and then you're like, oh, it's still smells like food in here. Exactly. No, no, no. I don't like it. Oh, I ain't with it. Y'all, I've never, Shawnee, I've never heard of that either. I've never I've heard never, of rushing to get really? the smell of the food out the house. No. The food is going to fade once you put it in the pot. Yeah, it just goes away. Like, what are you guys worried about? You're Y'all like, sound yo, crazy to me. Why I still smell like nah, spaghetti I gotta watch in here? Like, yo, I, I, I want to wipe down. I want to wipe down. sauce. 
I want to wipe oh down God. counters. I want. I'm, I'm wiping well, down no, the, the table. Cleaning up is cleaning up is just wanting to be clean. I get that part, but being like, if I smell turkey burger again, I'm gonna puke. <laughs> I, I, what is wrong? I, with we you didn't all? say all that. I just said I didn't like. It. I don't want it. I, don't, I want it gone. Once I'm done. Once the food is done, for the most part. I mean, yeah, within a few hours is fine. But like, if you cook in the afternoon and it still smells like food in the evening, I'm I'm no. like, yo, we need to clean up, bro. We need no, this. Yeah. Nah, windows. I can't do it. I can't do it. Yeah. Cannot do it. Hey, Shawnee, listen, man. Shawnee, if you want to come over, roll something up and cook something, we can do it. No problem. Yo, we can smell the weed. We can smell the food. It'll all go away. It'll be like like curry chicken in here. Well, I mean, it depends, I guess, on what the food is, right? Maybe my food's not flavorful enough that it it hits me like that. Yo, I've had some neighbors though that are definitely. I've had some neighbors that you like. What is going on in there? Oh no no no! What are you cooking? Nah, listen, listen. When the neighbor's food comes in, I'm tight. I'm especially super if it smells tight. good. I'm like, what are you? And what are you guys having? Because it's not what I'm. And you're not, why aren't you sharing? <laughs> right? Because it smells like you guys are. It smells like a restaurant in there. What is happening? Yo, what is y'all got going on? It's <laughs> Ebro Lauren Rosenberg. The big story today is is Diddy <clears throat> and another allegation. Yeah. And now let's be honest. We have heard rumors around Diddy and people telling stories about Diddy and his his escapades, uh, you know, and abuses even for a long time. Abuse of abuse of power, uh, sex. We've heard these things. There was no substantiating evidence until Cassie uh, brought her claims. Mm-hmm. And and Diddy settled those faster than you could get a loan from a bank. And it was. Tens of millions were told, and that was—I mean—that money was—that wasn't even a weekend. Mm-hmm. Nah, that was quick. That was extremely quick. That was quick. So then, more allegations have come, and there's more lawsuits, and the rest of them. So far, what we're hearing from Diddy's camp is, yeah, nah, that none of this, no, we're not, no, this isn't true. This isn't true. They're gonna fight it. And I think even Diddy didn't he come out and say enough is enough at a point. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He did. Didn't that happen? Yeah. But as I guess as people who have interviewed Diddy, known Diddy, uh played his music and supported him, um what exactly and even for the audience, right? Like as people who are fans of the music and all of that. What do you want to see happen? For me, I want the people who feel abused. I want the people who feel uh like did he use his power and did them wrong? I want them to have space to make their claims and whatever claims that they want to make, I want them to have space for that and I want that to be litigated for their back. I want them to be heard. I don't want people to feel like they're going to be silenced. Like that, in any of these situations, that's kind of always my top. But then after that, what is it? Is it about money? Is it about criminal? Because they're saying in most of these cases, they're pursuing money. It's not like... Well, I mean, this one is the, the, the most recent, Laura, the story you were telling, the guy wants $30 million, correct? According to TMZ, he's, yeah, he's suing for $30 million. And so that's what that's what this individual wants. He wants money uh, for... And this is mostly sexual assault. But there, and, he, and he thinks that he was drugged and raped. But there, Because even in the lawsuit, he said he thinks. Yeah. Yeah, but even and even if it wasn't that part, even if it was just the all the other stuff that he says he knows happened, if right. that turned out to be true, all of that would be worth millions on its own. Right. Yeah, and he named names. And he was very specific on his claims, which is, you know, it's interesting because he was very, you know, direct about yeah. his claims. So you're saying, like, what do you think is the end goal here? 
Well, I think the end goal is to, you know, I think for all of this, from from Harvey Weinstein to Russell Simmons to Diddy and uh, Donald Trump's settlement with, uh, what's the lady's name? Um, I forget her name that just won the lawsuit with Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Um, I think with all of this, it is abuse of power. It is people who use and abuse their power to take advantage of people who do not have power. I agree. I agree with that. Like, that's the basis of this. And the powerless and those that don't have big money and those that, you know, aren't, you know, big CEOs at companies or, you know, presidents of the United States, you know, they want these individuals to know that you just can't treat people this way. You can't just take advantage of people and think that the the small the little guy is not going to fight back, and I'm all for that. I, I hate to break you know if you're against if you have some issue here with it, I'm for that 100. percent Well, I don't oh, yeah. see who who reasonably could, would would be against that. I, I know you're right that people would, but like you'd have to be crazy, to, in my opinion, to not be opposed to that. But like I also want to understand through one of these things, we can start to learn what goes wrong with these people, or does something not go wrong? It is simply that the kind of personality that can rise to this level, business-wise, is sick by nature. Are they sick by nature? Like they're just or- a salacious, like uh, incessant, uh, addictive, abusive personality. Like that's the only, and, and it worked for them in business? That personality worked for them? Or is it you get to a certain point of power... And you develop this craving for more of it that makes you become the sick, deviant person. Do you see what I'm saying? Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Or, and I, I, I see. Or, I, I believe it's that. You, you, you think they get the power and then they become sicker as they get, mm-hmm. get the power. I, I think you're never, probably They're right. never fully satisfied. I, I inherently think that it's something different. I think that everybody has things that they would like to do. They don't have the means to do it. Like this, I feel mm. like this always just been in them. And once you have the means to do it, you're just gonna be like, all right, well, now I could do it. Who's gonna stop me? You know what I'm saying? Well, and, and, so it's not like they become that. It's just that it ampl- the the money and the power amplifies what was already there. Well, and there's e That's all the above, right? Is yeah. is yeah, uh, yeah. you know because some of some industries, um, you know, the entertainment industry you've always heard about has you know kind of has this uh, reputation. Of these, you know, uh, creative, damaged, you know, individuals who just want to be, they want money and they want fame and fame costs. <laughs> and there's this kind of like, you know, world of like, you got to pay your dues and how you pay your dues to become someone in here. You have to have good relationships and the people who hold the relationships and the money to get close to them. And you got to go to their parties and you got to go to their house and you got to have, you know what I mean? Even when you look at the Bill Cosby allegations, right? It was like people coming to Bill Cosby's house, you know, asking for advice in entertainment. And, you know, and meanwhile, he's slipping them things in their drinks. And the next thing they know, they wake up upstairs in his bedroom. <laughs> right? Yeah. But isn't it weird, too, that there seems to be... I mean, so many of these different stories that we've learned about over the last decade have been horrible. But is it me? Or does it seem that the sickest, most depraved of them come from people who are also CEOs? Like the boss boss. Right. The boss ones all seem worse even than the performer ones. The performer ones are bad. Like they, 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 they were 
they did something. They violated people. They 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 stepped way out. But these boss ones, it's like they operate in a world where everyone's so scared of them that they had full systems in place of this filth. Yeah. Well, so let's go well, back that to goes with, that goes with abuse of power, though. Imagine how many people are willing to turn the other, you know, like for not forgive but forget in order to stay on course i'm an up-and-coming actress i got my first shot i don't want to seem problematic you know what i mean because it's guys not that long ago were women absolutely black bald black listed for speaking out about their sexual harassment and sexual Mm -hmm. assaults Mm -hmm. they were labeled you know what i mean liars uh problematic and they would never see another job again right and well, then we have a tendency to to beat up the people who may have worked around the person to be like, how did they not do something? And it's like, it's an unfortunate way of where we don't even understand that even beyond the people who were sexually abused by this these people, sometimes the people who worked about around them are victims as well because they weren't in a position to blow the whistle on them. The that's not reason. really how whistleblowing can work. Well, it is very hard for the underling the to blow the whistle. That's the Gislaine Maxwell uh, Epstein scenario right like they were in cahoots right and she worked for him but let's go let's let's go bring it back to new york new york state new york city remember attorney general elliot spitzer Mm -hmm. elliot spitzer had a full prostitution ring going on as the attorney general of the state of new york and got busted for having a full prostitution ring. And at the time, I remember clearly saying to myself, oh, he just wanted to see what, what he could get away with. And he was, he, was the indiv- he was the type of individual that wanted power. He wanted power. He wanted to be the attorney general. He wanted to, in, after that, become governor. Like, he wanted power. And I think there is something, and I, I don't remember who, you said, who said it, but there is something to these individuals who must be at the top of the food chain. I must be all powerful by any means necessary. Can't stop, won't stop. Like this incessant desire to be Donald Trump. Same thing. This incessant desire to be hot. I got to be relevant. I got to be hot. I got to be in power. I got to be, you know what I mean? There's something in there that they're willing to do anything. And they probably also something happened to them so that they could get the power that they have. Mm. And it's this vicious cycle of this kind of rites of passage of a lot, like uh, you guys said, of allowing abuse so that you can have the position that you've always dreamed of. Or wanted or desired. And they know these these kind of uh, these influential positions in society are very few. Right. Like they're very few. The, the biggest politician, the biggest record exec, the person who controls what movies get greenlit and not greenlit. There's those are there's only a few positions like that. Mm-hmm. Right. And so the people who have always kind of controlled these positions not all, but so it seems, seem to be the most abusive. By the way, I think you may have misspoke. I don't think Elliot Spitzer had a prostitution ring. You sure? I don't think so. I think he had prostitutes. I don't, think he, ra- I don't think he ran the ring. I think he was caught with prostitutes. You sure? <clears throat> I'm, no, I'm not sure. But unless you're sure it's what you said, I would go with what I said. Fam, you know what I mean? he, was, he was so involved. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah, or add a nice allegedly. I don't think he had a ring, though. I don't think he ran the ring. 
Remember he snuck the lady out in the suitcase? That was yeah. Spencer was the one who snuck the lady out in a suitcase, oh I believe. God, I don't Yo, what? This. Yes. What? I don't remember that either. Yeah, Yo. but I don't think it was his thing. I think he was I think he was just getting them. I mean, listen, it's not good. I'm not I'm not trying to clean no, it up. No, no, I just want to make yeah, sure you want to make sure it's correct. There's a difference there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Between but yeah, it these these people, man, it's it's friggin' scary. And and this, New York, this, New York this, Times headline: Governor Elliot Spitzer of New York is linked to prostitution ring. Linked to ring, though that doesn't mean ran ring. That could mean was he been caught was, on a federal wiretap arranging to meet with high-priced prostitute? Exactly. Um, in an affidavit, yes. Yeah, so he was just linked to it. Yeah, he was in the ring. He wasn't running the ring. He wasn't running the ring. No, he. Oh yeah, the I word remember. Ring this. is the person crazy. briefed on the case identified Spitzer as client number nine. See exactly, and that's that's what made me think <laughs> is that nine. Uh, is that I remember he's a client. You don't, yeah, yeah, Ebro, yeah. You don't get the name client when you're when you're yeah, owner, yeah, not when you're, right? the, when you're the when you're the when you're the final ringmaster. When no, you're the, the final, final boss, boss, you don't get client nine. <laughs> but but also, like we said early on, you know, this Diddy one is. I feel like we're just going to keep getting story after story and varying degrees of horrible. And as I said early on, I don't think we're ever going to hear from him again in a real way. I just don't know if people quite process that part, but like, right. I think it's over 100% over, which is weird for us. Well, and he's you been know such what I think about a lot? Piece. Well, you know what I really think about even more than that? Cause he had a great run. He made a lot of money. So he going to be all right. What I think about more than that are his kids because his kids identity are so tied to him. Yo, I mean, one of his kids, I, I consider a real friend. Who I re really, really, I mean, I like, I like a bunch of his kids, but one of his kids no, cool, is the homie. All of them. Yeah. But one of one of them is the homie for real. And I haven't even been like reached out. I don't what do you say? know what, what to say. say. I know. I don't know what to say. He's such a good kid. And like, you didn't do anything. As far as we know, you're just a kid. Like you've been like in this crazy world, like, whoa. My my dad or stepdad is kind of is kind of wild, lives this life, but you're just living your own life as a person. There's so many other victims when these things happen. In addition to the people that they abused, their family members are all tainted. Yo, you know what we should do? I don't know if Risa Tisa will get tight, but her thing was who the f did I marry? We should we should periodically on the show we should take calls. Who the f is my family? That's a great yo, oh, yo. God. You did it again. You, you, first Freedom Friday, now this. Who the F is my family <laughs> Thursday? Who the F is my family Thursday? No, no, we need a Thursday. We got Whitish Wednesday. We got Freedom Friday. We, we need, need a Thursday. A, we need a Thursday. That who gets the us F through the is week. my family? Like I love who discovery the F is my where you're like, Thursday. yo, who the F is my family? I'm related to monsters. Yo, bro. Whatever. It and it, does, it, it doesn't always have be. to be monster. Maybe some days it it'll be lighter. But some days it could be really... Yo, like, it's my family, but I don't mess with these people. Like, yes, they're my family, but, like, I do not mess with them. That's, I feel so bad for some of those people, man, that, that are just like, yo, and, and imagine these people who built these huge legacies. You built this entire legacy. Your whole life was this thing you were so successful at. And now, yo, bottom of the first paragraph, top, it might be the, depending how bad it is, it might be the top of the first paragraph when you die. They're going to have details of yes. the disgusting oh, dirt man. that you did. That will define you as much as your legacy. That is your legacy. Yeah. Crazy. Let's go. Let's yeah. get to the gurus.
Reconnect with CUNY. Whether you are a first-time college student, a parent, a veteran, or an adult with some college credits, there's a place for you to continue your dreams or start fresh. No matter where you are along your journey, the CUNY Reconnect program can provide financial assistance and one-on-one personalized support to get you going. It's not too late to start again. Go to cuny.edu slash reconnect today. Mr. C. Mr. C. Step swimming. Jadakiss. EPMD. Eric B. and Rakim. Method Man and Red Man. Lord Tariq and Peter Guns. Yours truly the curator, the lit digital DJ, Funk Flex on the set. Hosted by Nessa, Ebro, Peter Rosenberg, and Laura Styles. Tickets at Ticketmaster.com. Oh, you thought we wasn't going to get it right? He's on fire. Hey, yo, it's time for the guru, Shiny Culture and Rosenberg. And Laura, you know you are a beautiful queen. Ebro, don't ever play yourself. You're not a guru. All right. The guru at ebrointhemorning.com. The guru at ebrointhemorning.com. That's right. Where the gurus unite. That's what we to do. To shine the light on your darkness. Shiny Culture, burn the sage. Let us cleanse the energy. Yo, our, te- our team's piece of garbage. Wait, what? How's that? We're signed text. Elliot Spitzer, top 10 client, though. What? <laughs> Number nine, right? Number nine is top 10. Oh, my God. All right. Zen, Rosenberg? Zen, 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 Thank zen, you, Shawnee. Rosenberg, lead us some breathing exercises and tell us who's out there in need of the gurus. And I was listening to the gurus yesterday. I'd like to clear a couple of things up. You know what I'm saying? Oh, oh. God. What? Oh, my God. What happened? I mean, first of all, Rosenberg, you said I wouldn't be away for a long time. When I said that, I meant weeks at a time. Oh. A Friday here, a Monday there might happen. True. At that time when I was like, yo, I'm not going to be taking any time. For a long time. Okay, fair. The other thing that I heard was sound bites of like... Oh, you oh, know who that was. You know who that was. Sound bites. <laughs> Mr. Thick and like... Oh, Mr. Thick went down to get some handcuffs? Listen, I was yo. talking about Robin Thick. Who, if you're a professional and you call him, how would you him, refer to him? Get, how would after you, you call say him? it, you're like, no, hey, Sean, you tell him. us what would you tell what you call him, so you can isolate it and, and play it again. <laughs> yeah, we need a better cleaner. We need a better cleaner. We need a cleaner one. I heard, <laughs> heard it. It was all muddy. Nah, I think it's lost now. Now, the okay, no, Sean, too, In all fairness, in all fairness, in all fairness, not Robin, but his father, Alan Thick. Right. How would you refer to him? Great question. <laughs> Alan Thick. No, no. And Robin Thick. But, but if you're a respect, professional, for God's you're sake, a doc- show some respect. If you're a doctor, you're going to be like, is Mr. Thick here? Right. Is Mr. Thick here? What can I do about that? The other one was Hancock the movie. Come on, bro. Oh, by the way, mean? you're talking to the wrong you people. You love Hancock. You, you, yeah. know, no, <laughs> you know nobody you here was running the board. You know nobody here was running the board yesterday, right? Yeah, I know why Nito keeps the jobs you know, what about no, what about Shani, boy, what about Shani, Shani, be be real. You love the movie. Right. I think it's a great movie. It's one of my favorites. Of there you go. Will Smith. Right. Uh, what and what's, and what's the character's name? A child. I don't what about his first well, name, bro? Well, what about well, what Shawnee? What about Boys to Men? 
You do love boys. To men. I do like boys to men. Boys to men is a great group, and I like the movie Hancock. Okay. And now, why do you feel? Now, why do you feel the the need to clear this up? And we need to get back to the gurus. What, what, yeah, come on, up? man. What are you? We haven't to talk cleared about? up anything. By um, all I'm saying is, I you heard you like yesterday. Hancock, and you referred to. Robin Thicke as Mr. Mr. Thicke. That's his name. We got a nice clean one right there. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Isolate that. Yo, y'all are hard. All right. Uh, All right. Let's zen, zen, zen and focus. Zen. Rosenberg, <laughs> who is out there? The guru at ebrointhemorning.com. Shawnee Culture is back from Jamaica. Jamaica. And I haven't even slept. I came here straight. What? Yeah. Wow. Got in at 5 o'clock this morning. day? Yeah. Straight up. Uh, well, we are back to float on lily pads and find peace together as frogs <laughs> ribbiting through the universe. Send your emails today to the guru at ebrointhemorning.com. Myself, Mr. Thick or Hancock <laughs> will get to the email and we will help you all out. <sighs> all right, guys, here we go. Hey, gurus. Hey. Members of the show, I listen daily as I get my daughter ready for daycare. And I even get my husband listening. We love the podcast. My question seems silly, but I want your advice. My husband cooks enough food for a family of four or five, and he hates leftovers. The other night, he made lots of grilled chicken. We both ate and even gave some to a neighbor, and we still have food left. The next day, he wanted beef and said he would eat the chicken later. This has happened several times. Even last week, he bought a lot of pork and cooked most of it, but the majority of it was tossed in the trash. Mm. We are two adults with a baby, by the way. I grew up an only child, and leftovers were the norm for dinner if we had them. He grew up in a family of five, and his mom cooked a fresh meal every day. I am a 32-year-old black female. Husband is a 31-year-old Latino. We are a happy family, but this annoys me so much. Mm-hmm. I will take any advice if you guys read this. Thanks. I love you guys. From Leftover Lauren. Mm. <laughs> leftover. leftover Lauren. That's what we call her. She's got all the leftovers. <laughs> this is the big problem in some houses. I've heard this a few times. Oh, uh, yeah. Me too. Uh, this is the excess food being thrown out. Yeah. Depending on the person, it can be a big deal. Here's the thing I don't understand, though. Your guy knows that he's only cooking adult, adult food for two, mm-hmm. right? Well, and, and maybe if the baby's eating meat or starts eating it, that'll be a small portion. Why, why can't my man just tone down the amount of food he's buying? Like, right. Why does he have to prepare food for four or five people? That does seem like right. the easy solution. I mean, that's it. Tell your man to stop being weird. So, the gurus? I mean, what are we talking about? Don't overcook, period. <laughs> or, I think, or, I think you're right. I think I think it's pretty that, It's pretty much that simple. Yeah, either that or, with all due respect, grow up and stop being a baby about not having leftovers. If you made enough chicken for four or five people and then you ate chicken on Monday, well, then guess what we're having on Tuesday? Chicken. Some chicken. Some chicken. I don't... Yo, leftovers, honestly... What I'm hearing is you guys have a great plan for the week. Exactly. Sounds like less work. For one day. Yeah. Yeah, At least for one day. Or how about this? Oh, we made too much chicken for dinner. Guess what? I guess that means we're having chicken for lunch tomorrow. 
I mean, there's got to be, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, You can remix it, you know what I mean? Make a variation. Like if you did baked chicken, I don't know, <laughs> flip it around, make some tacos the next day. Do something to Just change the world. Go, Laura. You know I mean? Laura, throw it in the blender, have a chicken smoothie, whatever it is. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and I guess some Do of it something. will come from like, uh, if he's buying most of the food and, and he's cooking, he may feel like, well, I have this option. Mm-hmm. Where I've seen in some circumstance, maybe the mom, she purchases the food and he doesn't want the leftovers, so now he's wasting money. That can be an issue, too. But, mm. you know what I'm saying? So it really depends on what their dynamic is. Because is it a wasting money issue? Is it just her growing up to say, I, we never wasted food and it's kind of something in me? You know, I so- definitely relate to the idea of, you know, every once in a while, if we have a situation where we mess up and, like, we just have to dump food, like, I do feel a way about it. I just, my, right. I feel guilty. I just can't. It's really hard for me to take perfectly good food. And just put it in the trash. And just yeah. put it in the trash. I mean, yeah. I struggle even with fruits and, you know, cause my, my wife loves having the house full of fruits and vegetables. And she will really make an effort to find ways to use every bit of fruit and vegetable even. But with meat, I feel even worse because not to be all whatever, but it's like something gave its life for this. We're not just going to chuck this into the garbage. Like, right. that's crazy. Oh, you're, on, well, you're damn near vegan. You're on your way. <laughs> Well, well, you guys know, but famously, my version of vegetarianism when I was in college, I was a vegetarian for a year. And by that, I mean, I would not purchase meat, but but I would eat my friend's leftovers. Oh, my God. And they'd be be like, why are you a trash person? They'd be like, but you're a vegetarian. I'd be like, yeah, but you already ordered it. Like, I'm not going to let this thing go to waste. I'm not going to order any more. I'm not going to have you just throw that perfectly good half a hamburger in the trash. Pass that right over here, my chief. Oh, my God. But anyways, anyways, this should be able to be figured out, man. I I hope that you guys get on the same page and get them to understand where you're coming from. Yeah, just maybe have a little plan. You know what I mean? Like, make plans. Like, just give them ideas on how to remix certain recipes so you're less wasteful. Or just be like, here, my G, just two chicken breasts is fine for this recipe. Oh, and by the way, last option is if he refuses to change on that for whatever weird reason, you could be like, yo, well, from now on, if we have leftover blank the next day, just know I'm eating the leftovers the next day. You could cook a different meal. I'm going to eat the leftovers. Like, I don't want to waste. So you have multiple ways to go about this. But you know what? In the grand scheme of things, as far as the emails we get on this show, Laura, this sounds like a pretty good problem to have. Y'all have It's a first world problem, by the way. Big first world relationship problem. Yes. Okay, I hope it helps. So say the gurus. Ebro in the morning with Laura Stiles and Rosenberg. Fight. No weakness. We're not no weakness. On the way, flashing lights, Laura Stiles was cracking what you got. Coming up in the flashing lights report, guys, I don't know if you guys peeped this, but the Albert Einstein College of Medicine in the Bronx just received one of the largest ever charitable gifts an educational institution in the United States has ever gotten. Wow. I'm talking Billy. So Yo, this, I'll, this I'll story made me tear up. I ain't going to hold you. Yeah, this me story too. made me tear me up. Too. Well, we'll and, talk and about it coming up. And don't forget, guys, 9 a.m. today. You know what it is on Tuesdays. It's, it's Hot 97 the, YouTube channel. The show after the show. Oh, the big after the show live live show. We do. We'll break. I want to hear about Shawnee Culture's Jamaica trip. We got to break this thing down. <laughs> Yo, and I Let's think go. our I think our uh, our internet director. What's his title? Digital director. What's his name? King Louis. What does yeah. he do again? I don't, I, he I don't just know said all f. He forgot all about it. Oh, <laughs> yo, hit the button. Nine o'clock. YouTube. Hot ninety seven.
reconnect with CUNY. Whether you are a first-time college student, a parent, a veteran, or an adult with some college credits, there's a place for you to continue your dreams or start fresh. No matter where you are along your journey, the CUNY Reconnect program can provide financial assistance and one-on-one personalized support to get you going. It's not too late to start again. Go to cuny.edu slash reconnect today. Mr. C. Mr. C. Step swimming. Jadakiss. EPMD. Eric B. and Rakim. Method Man and Red Man. Lord Tariq and Peter Guns. Yours truly the curator, the lit digital DJ, Funk Flex on the set. Hosted by Nessa, Ebro, Peter Rosenberg, and Laura Styles. Tickets at Ticketmaster.com. Oh, you thought we wasn't going to get it right? He's on fire. Laura Rosenberg, good morning, everybody. A little bit of sunshine, a little bit of haze right now. And then later on, clouds pull up. It's supposed to rain tonight. But the weather you were saying, uh, Laura Styles, the actual temperature is nice. 59 is what I have. Yeah, I have a high, yes, high of 50. I have a high of 58, close enough, and a little rain. The rain's supposed to kick in around 7 p.m. Plot twist is tomorrow's going up to 61, and Thursday we only get 41. Then it kind of warms back up through the weekend. Crazy. And there's some chances of rain over the weekend. But, hey, it looks like next week is in the 50s, lows in the 40s. So maybe uh, Punk Satani Phil was right. Hmm. Bro, the the groundhog. so happy. You know? Little. Well, yeah, maybe you're right because we did get hit with the quick winter after, but then maybe it's going to fade on us. We'll see. But spring is technically not here till March 23rd. So Punk Satani Phil and the rest of the groundhog crew, they said an early spring, so that's warmer weather before March twenty third. They technically Punks, Tony Phil right. and them boys. Yeah, it's spring again. Talk to him. Let's go flashing lights, Laura Styles. <laughs> Laura Styles got the four one one on the flash lights, lights, lights. Laura Styles put us on. All right, man. This story made me tear up, guys. So, Bruce Goatsman, she's 93 years old. She's a 93-year-old widow of a Wall Street financier that donated $1 billion to a Bronx medical school, the Albert Einstein College of Medicine, with instructions that the gift be used to cover tuition for all students going forward. Yo, this story story had me teared up. Oh, my God. So, check it out. Yes. So, you saw, Laura, that her husband, he... Yeah. Was an early, uh, he worked for Berkshire Hathaway, which mm-hmm. is Warren Buffett's company, early yep. on and made an investment early on, right? Yep. That investment just sat there. And if she's giving away a billion, I don't know what else is left. Because when he died in 2022, he basically told her, do whatever you think is right with this money that she had no idea existed. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's exactly what the quote is. His instructions were simple. Do whatever you think is right with it. 
And it's just, and the donation is so important, not only for how much, you know, its size, but also because it's going to a medical institution in the Bronx. It's our the city's poorest neighborhood, the poorest borough. I mean, borough, not neighborhood, but it is so beautiful. This is going to change lives, guys. Imagine being a medical student, bro, and being like, yo, you're good. You can go to school for free. Mm, crazy, crazy, right? That's crazy. Dope, Please look look into the story because it, it truly made me tear up off well, when I read it. And she used to work at the school, right? Yeah. Yep. 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 She spent like 55 years as the chair of the school's board. So incredible. I just wanted to share that story for something positive today. But so, that's your flash of lights report. Well, and it's a Time. very just and just for everybody else out there. I was just looking this up. It's a very diverse school. It's 35% white, 25% Hispanic or Latino, and 18% black or African American at this school, at the Albert Einstein College of Medicine. That's oh, dope, yeah. man. This oh, let's go live, man. YouTube. Let's do it. Reconnect with CUNY. Whether you are a first-time college student, a parent, a veteran, or an adult with some college credits, there's a place for you to continue your dreams or start fresh. No matter where you are along your journey, the CUNY Reconnect program can provide financial assistance and one-on-one personalized support to get you going. It's not too late to start again. Go to cuny.edu slash reconnect today. Mr. C. Mr. C. Step swimming. Jadakiss. EPMD. Eric B. and Rakim. Method Man and Red Man. Lord Tariq and Peter Guns. Yours truly the curator, the lit digital DJ, Funk Flex on the set. Hosted by Nessa, Ebro, Peter Rosenberg, and Laura Styles. Tickets at Ticketmaster.com. Oh, you thought we wasn't going to get it right? <laughs> He's on fire.